0: Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Show. What do we have this week, Brian?
1: Well, Rosh, today's a very exciting episode. We have a uh, special guest joining us, uh, Jane Goodrich, uh, award-winning photographer, founder, CEO of an amazing software called
2: Pixello. Jane, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I love your show. Oh, thank thank you. you. Hey, Rosh, we have fans.
0: (laughs) 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 She's supposed to say that. Come on now, Brian.
2: No, no. (laughs) I do. I do. I love it. Thanks.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you much. And thank you for, for coming on the show. And uh, obviously, you have a photography background and have a lot to share in that world. And many of the followers of the show through the years are photographers. So it's, it, uh, but we're going to leave this wide open to taking some of these concepts and ideas to the general creative entrepreneur. And let, let's just start off. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and and kind of where you're taking your creative entrepreneurship.
2: Yeah, so um, a little bit about, about me. Um, I've been a photographer for 13 years now full time, but I've had a camera in my hand since I was four years old. Uh, so I love the creative side of our brains. Um, and figuring out how you can actually make a business from it is actually a different journey, right? But um, so I'm primarily a newborn family photographer. I do headshots too. I do have a business and I also mentor photographers with their business side. And I've been doing that for, you know, over seven years, eight years now. I I have an interesting journey. I did work in advertising for big brands for 10 years and I have an MBA. So I actually like to take both of those experiences into my own business, and then seeing how I can help other photographers with the business side of it. Um, and mo- most recently, I did launch a software platform that will actually help photographers with the business side of business. So, yeah, that's me in a nutshell.
0: So, so why did you decide to create the software? What do you see is a, especially for a creative entrepreneur, some of the issues they have with with the, growing their business.
2: Um, I think actually most small business owners, um, suffer from, you know, not, you know, you go into a business and you think, oh, I, I, you know, going, going into, let's say I'm going to, everyone wants to open a bar, right? You know, like, Hey, I'm going (laughs) to open a bar. Um, but going into that thinking, okay, well you have inventory, you have this, you have that, you know, um, there's so much that goes into running a small business. And so from a photography side, I think, definitely have seen a change in the industry. And I actually don't think for a bad thing. I think what is great about photography is it does allow you to have a flexible job. You know, a, there is a lot of back-end work. You know, there's for every one hour of shoots, there's now 12 hours of back-end work. But it does help the person that is trying to have a work-life balance and, you know, have kids and they can't find childcare. So, you know, working those five hours a week um, outside of the home allows for a good job. The problem is, is that I found that there were, there's sort of a lack of the business education side of it, um, and which is sort of why I really, are, and pricing, I think for me, photographers and a lot of creative entrepreneurs don't actually uh, like talking about money <laughs> and <laughs> like pricing themselves. Um, it's very close to our psyche, like how you know. I think anybody can criticize anything that I'm doing, apart from my photography work. If you criticize that, I feel like you're ripping my soul to pieces. But so we're very close to our work, and what happens is, is you think, hey, I'm charging a thousand dollars for a photo shoot. Well, actually, really, your business is charging that amount of money. Your business has costs. And you end up making hopefully a profit per hour. So I, as I actually COVID, um, I'm actually in New York and we were really sh- um, impacted. We sh- I shut down for like three months. COVID gave me a time where I was reflecting. I just spent a ton of money renovating my studio, which mm. was great, not. And I had refunded, um, you know, over $10,000 of people that couldn't get newborn shoots. And it caused me to look at my numbers again, but I was still working a lot. So I was Mm -hmm. looking at my numbers and I was like, why am I working so much? And I just sort of looked at it of like, everything I was using was very clunky and it was not integrating. And there was so much duplicating of work that I didn't actually notice until I sort of stopped photographing, right? And actually Mm -hmm. had to take a laser look at it. And I just thought, you know what? If I could have a software that I could use on my phone, Because in between shoots, you know, you're waiting for that client and you could get actually a few contracts out. I need something to work on my phone and I need, you know, a CRM, a calendar. I need a gallery and I need to upsell um, easily. I just decided that, you know, a lot of people need this. And just to make it easy on the photographer's side, to run their businesses and not have to be this software management guru. Um, And just that sort of inspired me into really thinking how I can bring um, business side of of photography to the masses and really helping them in a way that, you know, and we subtly do things in a way that will really help photographers make more money. That's it. That was my inspiration. And I think that, uh, I think it's working. We're live now. We have um, really we've seen a lot of progress. We've seen people making more money on the platform. Great. And so that's my goal. And, Great. and I will, I will, one of the things that keeps me going, cause I will say starting a software business is it's challenging, but it's also extremely rewarding when I get a message saying, I can't thank you enough for, for helping me. Now I can pay my rent. I just cry and it keeps me uh. going again. <laughs> and so the, the seeing the really, um, the impact that you can have on people's lives uh, from a bigger scale are sort of really great for me and I think for the industry.
1: What I love that you're doing is taking both sides of the brain and making it work mm-hmm. together and, and it's not often in this world of the creative entrepreneur that we're talking to someone that you know oftentimes really feels like they have the business side of it together many creatives they could create and they can create oh, yeah. all day and they sometimes they just need that handhold or that framework or that you know beautiful idea to to make it all work together so um I, i'd love to hear more about how it's used on the phone like that's that's you know a brilliant way to to be able to do it
2: yeah we um i think technology nowadays um I mean, we, I think that we're quite lucky is we were able to build it all in one, right? So I knew the vision. We're not, you know, going out and building something and adding it and making it clunky and this and the other. And we're not dated technology where, you know, an iPhone wasn't around 12 years ago as widely used. So we went into that with making it really easy to use. So basically the only thing that you can't do is upload raw files Mm. on your phone, Um, You can, you know, you can delete images from a gallery, you can send contracts, you can put up, um, you know, mini session calendar events, like everything you can use on the phone and on the go and on the desktop as well, because, um, you know, we are stuck at our desktop a lot of the time, too. So,
0: you know, a lot of times we come up with ideas because we had a problem, and you've mm-hmm. you've come across, you've mentioned that in in a way. But what what was the biggest problem that you found for you as a photographer that really pushed you to turn on, put on that entrepreneurial hat, and say, "I'm going to fix this problem." What was that thing? Mm. Was, it, well. was it was it was it was it? um pricing was it follow-up was it what, what so, were some of those things that you kind of just it just that light went off
2: it was so the light actually I mean so uh, prior to the pandemic I was going to teach a course in pricing mm-hmm. <laughs> because I had done uh, a lot of research and my father's a professor no one's going to take that course Jane and so um I I think one of the things that I See what really sort of was inspiring was actually not my. I mean, yes, I figured it out. I could clunk together this software. It was seeing the. I will try and not get upset because I was uh, as mentoring photographers, people giving up decent paying jobs just for the flexibility that they think that photography has, Mm -hmm. and not knowing pricing, and they spend three years. Not making any money, not spending any time with their kids, and really kind of going bankrupt and not being able to get that pay- job back. And right. so I think as an industry, we failed people to be saying that is unprofitable. You know, like this, we have to raise the bar because when I first started in 20, you know, full time 2009, 2010, is I went to you know the SBA and I have an accountant and we ran the numbers and I looked around and I you know the numbers seemed to match what was on the websites of other people around and you know I I, I was able to start off charging a profitable rate. Now you see anybody in their uncle and you know can mm-hmm. become a photographer, but don't really know don't run the numbers and take way too much time figuring out the number side of it and it doesn't have to be that way and it's really um is number one for me and doing it via a software platform and to help them make money is number two like if i could give everybody profitable rates from the get-go i would and say this is what you need to charge i can't price fix the industry because it's no. not you but we have the calculator on our platform that will literally tell you how to price yourself if you need to make ten thousand dollars I don't care how much you need to make, but we have industry data from photographers that have been in business for four years, 10,000 photographers we surveyed. This is a standard cost. And this is a standard. If, and we've done our time studies, mm-hmm. like how long it takes for you to do a newborn session, to do a family session. And that will give you a real close number to I'm spitting out a $1,000 for a family shoot to profit. Yeah. To make, you know, the numbers that you need to make. So um making it very simple and using data to actually help an industry and people and um, impact people's lives at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. With this software, do you have the ability to um say send a prospective client like just a link to book and then yeah. they and then with yeah. that some of the pricing built in that. So it's, you know, pretty transparent. Or? Yeah
2: no so um, well we have a calculator we can't um, force people to right. charge profitably rates right, right. but um, we can guide them so Perfect. yeah so you can um, you can set up your own packages we do have preset packages in the thing based on your number of years where you live everything so as a guide take them or leave them create your own um, and then you know they can either get any they have an email they can send their packages to the client they can book or they can create their own page where someone um you know web page where they can go in like a calendly and book time Mm -hmm. and um pick a package so yeah
0: so let's let's kind of turn to your photography and what what got you into the business why Why did you decide to take that risk and put the shingle on the door
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, so um so my I have had a camera in my hand for four since I was four years old, but my older sister has had a camera in her hands since she was four um and a little bit of personal information about me is I'm a twin um I'm oh. the youngest of four um my older sister was a photographer, my second older sister. Was a small business owner, and we talk about the creative side. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very creative. I love you, Amy. Um, And then you know, so I actually fought against it for the longest time. Not going to be a small business owner. I'm not going to be a photographer. I need something of my own. It's the real twin thing to do. I'm like, I'm going to go into advertising. I love consumer psychology. Going to go into advertising. So hit uh, early thirties, and I was like, What are you doing, Jane? And like, I my friends started to have babies. And so I started taking photographs and, um, really? like I was living in Chicago at the time. My twin was in New York and I, she had a baby. And so genetically the baby's mine, um, even <laughs> though he's not. Um, and so I felt a pull to come to New York. So I started my business and, um, I, I, I marketed really wrongly. <laughs> <laughs> in is what that way? Really wrongly? What, what, what wrongly? was wrong? Um, Cause we so, can learn a lot from that. <laughs> yeah. So. Coming from Ogilvy, where I worked on brands that are running eighty-five million dollar year budgets, right? I come in and I, you know, start my business. I'm like, yeah, I need a full-page ad on the local papers and spending ten thousand dollars a year on, you know, a free paper, right. and I get nothing, and I get asked for donations or asked for other ads only from that. Um, and so I made sort of, you know, and it's 2010 give myself a little bit of credit it wasn't social I mean there was social media but it wasn't to the extent there was now um and I think if I if I was a lesson learned I would sort of go back and use more of the free resources that we have um at our disposal and the creative you know Instagram Mm -hmm. you can be very creative and you don't have to do a reel but like photography is perfect for Instagram and so I think I, I was lucky in the fact that how I used Facebook Uh, I had started, uh, joined Facebook in 2007 Mm -hmm. for, um, actually for a project at work at Ogilvy. So I only really ever saw Facebook profile as business. So Mm -hmm. I'd never had that issue with uh, Facebook being like personal or anything like that. Um, And so, and I had my advertising clients there and I started friending my clients on Facebook. And I will say, uh, I think that that was probably one of the best strategies I made because Mm -hmm. I think as a service-based business, they see you as a human and they see, you know, I'm not posting anything weird, you know, I mean, I don't do anything weird, but I, you know, uh, and I, you know, have a daughter. And so once she started growing, you know, taking photos of her and, you know, in my, uh, (laughs) my sleep deprived state, I posted one on my Facebook page profile of happy monday from emma s- mm. another time happy monday from emma t- twice in a row and then people started saying well, where's my happy monday pictures and so it became a thing and then it became a thing until my daughter was like why are people coming up to me and saying they know me so i had to sort of stop that but um yeah the mistakes i think we all learn from and i think everyone's uh industry or is different and everyone's region is different what works for somebody in you know one area like for for me i know wedding photographers in westchester do fantastic makeup artists do fantastic on instagram newborn photography like it's not really it's more of an awareness for me um and so i think we you have to figure out what is a what you like for social media and what works for um you know the the area that you're in and the target audience um I've you know I also have a headshot business LinkedIn is great for Mm -hmm. my headshot business but it's not necessarily gonna be like for my newborn photography so uh, Facebook groups work very well for family and newborn photography that I have found so I think it's just trying to like connect with your ideal client figuring out who that is pretty quickly on and then where where are they
0: yeah. You like to talk about uh networking in general, getting kind of getting off the app, getting off social media. What are what are some of your thoughts on that topic and what maybe some direction you can give people when uh <laughs> they're, they're willing to get out of their basement or out of their <laughs> go out into the world or or, or even networking <laughs> online, that that's fair too.
2: Um yeah, I think um when I hate the word networking it makes me cringe as okay. it, and I think I um I think a lot of my peers and creative entrepreneurs just like, I'm not networking. It's sort of like <laughs> you you think of those big, you know, networking companies or anything. What I like to do is call them making business friends. Mm. Predominantly, how do you make business friends? And again, if you're just starting out or you can even do a refresh, is like, who is your ideal client? For me, it was a busy mom who wanted just wanted to have fun with her kids on a photo shoot or just knew that she was going to get the images that she wanted, right? Mm-hmm. So where does that person hang out? And, and by the way, she's a certain age. So in for me in my area, um, you know, like a local area, there's a music um studio for kids, which is like the best in the area. So it's like, okay, so I'm gonna network with her, I'm gonna make friends. How can you um also uplift other businesses? And so going in and my number one thing is like, how can I help somebody else first? Right. And that, that is sort of gives you a good roadmap of like, are they going to be a good friend? Right. And and it's weird in a way of like, how, how can I, and no, don't give everything away for free, but like, okay, you have a website. What would be great for your audience? You know, your busy working mom audience is to figure out, oh, what are the best places to take my kid on a weekend? You know? Do a list in your local area. Again, helping local SEO. Um, and probably, admit, you can correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> right? <laughs> but what I like to do is um, is then reach out um, and, well, first of all, follow all the other local businesses on their social media. Like, comment, share. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to ask for them. Don't ask for something right away. And then, you know, you can just sort of start seeing if they are, going to align with you as a human being, one-on-one, you know, and um, they might be posting something that is you're totally against your beliefs, so just keep an eye on that. And then also, then you can sort of, as you, you know, they're seeing you liking their comments, liking their posts, then you write the blog post or so you've written it, send them an email or send them the link via DM and say, hey, you made it to our top 10 list, you know, love a share. What happens is it starts a relationship. Have a say, hey, I'd love to meet you up for a cup of coffee. So, you know, or, you know, I'd love to bring my daughter in um, or you actually frequent the place, you know, like pay for music classes or pay for the local play space or pay, you know, actually pay other creative businesses. Um, And that's uh, that's really what helps. And you also if you're just starting out, you have no idea who your brand advocates are going to be. Right. None. None. Right. And so it is treating like everybody, like they are gold. I don't say that to be walked all over, but like treat them that like, um, you know, you're going to be knowing them for 10, 20, 30 years. Um, and I like to support people first. I remember this one client of mine, quietest person you'll ever meet working mom did not expect her to be probably the top referrer for my business. Oh yeah, Um, but she's a realtor. Oh, and so you know, so yeah, yeah. But I wasn't thinking, and I'm pretty good at marketing, right? And I, you know, I was just like, I just really like her, and I think she's a great realtor, and like we've had the nice conversation. So I would start referring her, and it, and I, and I how is my brain is uh, goes over time of like, you know what you need, you need a Facebook group that talks about, you know. Moving from Manhattan to Westchester, you know, so she started a group, got 1,000 people. So, like, even if you can add value to other people's businesses, make sure that you're not like, oh, you should be doing this. It's just sort mm-hmm. of like, hey, I had a random idea. Um, I just think it can, you know, um, help just really uh, your business. And so I, I think there is a book, it's an unfortunate word, name for the book, called Contagious, and I think is absolutely mm-hmm. by... Um, Uh, Jonah Berger Um, and I I did read it prior to the pandemic but it's really interesting on how he talks about you know you actually don't really need a rewards program or a referral program Mm -hmm. they just actually need to know you as a human and people are want just people want to be nice people want to help people and so that was actually really refreshing of like a a book about human psyche that's not saying if you refer me 10 clients you're going to get $50 off your next session Mm -hmm. right you know but if there's like hey i would really appreciate any referrals because it will help me and my business and it will help you know me be able to spend go to disney world with my kid no i'm not (laughs) no i'm not going to disney world (laughs) 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 but you Uh, know what i mean to like put it into a perspective of you as a human versus a dollar sign right so I I love the
1: direction that that answer went, because it's not at all what I was expecting, because Rosh and I were part of the traditional BNI, like we bought into the once a week, 7 a.m. and, you know, be there. And, you know, again, it's got its benefits, but to it's a really great message, Jane, to the people that necessarily that's not their world. They don't want to get up early. They don't want to, you know, be in that, that you can develop your own networking group, but just by you know, choosing the right place and, and, you know, employing those strategies when it, or, you know, I do drone tours of like, you know, fun facilities and, you know, I've done like trampoline places and I've got a toddler now. So we just went to a, a place where it was all inflatables and i'm like you know what i'm going to be i'm going to go here like 3 or 4 times and i'm going to try to just talk to the manager and then maybe by the third time say hey check out
2: this video that i did you you know so that is an absolute great way of like building relationships and i i think BI works really well and i know photographers do extremely well from it i think that there is um you can make it however you want people's brain work differently. We're all different. You know, one of the things that I did in my area and I probably haven't updated the website in like three years was I was sort of fed up of um, what I noticed that when people moved here, there's like 50 million different websites for a new parent to figure out where the schools are, where they sat and the, and you know, I thought, why don't I just put together a quick website of, you know, lmkids.life.com. Mm-hmm. You know, put my photos up there. Yes, it helped me, but also it actually helped me compile it. So now I know. <laughs> I'm just going to go to my own website and find that place. Um, and Great. it just helped other businesses. So yeah. I think there's a lot of need for um, like things like that. And I, I love um, I love the idea for drone photography videos. And and how I, how small businesses, especially with an experience like that, how can they solicit? Videos for social media would be. A, I mean, I could go on on that whole topic. <laughs>
1: well, the whole other rabbit hole. We'll have you back yeah. in a, a month. Yeah, we'll there go. you
0: go. Hey, uh, so let's uh, let's slowly wrap up. But let's talk about some of the things that you would recommend to somebody who is just starting. Like they they want to. Make that next step to start their creative entrepreneur business, photographer, designer, coder, chef, whatever it may be. What, what are some of those recommendations?
2: One, I think I would take it slow, right? So if you're working right now, like think of like one of the things that I recommend when I'm speaking to people is, you know, look at actually what you are getting from your full time job are you getting health benefits are you getting this are you that can you go reduce your hours like it is there is a stage in your business where it's awareness building right so you can't just go from zero to you know oh i'm gonna quit my job and then i'm gonna have money rolling in right there is that sort of wind down wind up period and figure out while you're in that period or if you're not okay say you don't have a job right now like what would you do first of all and I know this sounds boring, write down a business plan, right? And you can go online, Google something. It doesn't have to be, you know, a a massive essay, but like, what is your business plan? How are you going to make money from this venture? Mm -hmm. I'd highly recommend, you know, and you can make an appointment with a small business accountant, I mean, I I think that's sort of like number one because they can actually help you with the numbers of being like, actually, Jane, you're not, you're better off not doing a studio right now. You're better off like, you know, working from home, renting a studio, don't go in or fully in and, you know, have $3,000 a month outgoing at the beginning. Definitely. um, And there are other places like Small Business Association and there are score mentors in your area. High. Go to the local chamber, like figure it out. But I think number one is start with getting a website, uh, a web presence. And prior to that, you actually have to figure out your pricing. So again, I am not an accountant um, at all, and but it was the best thing that I think I did for my business is to really help set my pricing up for success from the day one.
1: Mm-hmm. that's good. great advice too because i think a lot of people earlier in business they think an accountant is something that they'll afford eventually
2: and, yeah, and you know, from this right.
1: perspective it's almost like you can't afford not to employ one to start because yeah so yeah that's great advice
2: well and also the i will say number one the amount that they charge and not Nothing against TurboTax or any of those places, but they're not small business accountants, right? They don't know, hey, by the way, you need to register for sales tax and you should be an LLC versus an S Corp. Whatever it is, you'll save yourself time and effort so much by just having one meeting with an accountant. Um, And my accountant, I... Sometimes he probably hates me because I'm like, I know I need to get him back. I'm like, what, what that cost was. And like, cause he does my, he has me, someone do my bookkeeping too, but he's definitely worth his weight in gold. And each year I know that I've saved more money than the the cost of paying him right. is And you don't, we're creative entrepreneurs. We want to be doing bookkeeping. Do I want to be like allocating, like where this Amazon cost was or where this was? No, I don't. I want to be photographing tiny humans (laughs) and making software.
1: Yeah. Very good.
0: Very good. Hey, Jane, thank you so much for uh, being on the show. And thank you for um, having me. So uh, where, where can people find you? Where are the best places to contact you both uh, as a photographer and of course your software?
2: So my photography website is com, mm-hmm. And um, and I do mentor um, other photographers and other creative um, entrepreneurs in terms of primarily pricing. Uh, it's my it's my jam. Um, and that's janegoodrich.com. But if you're a photographer and you really want to reduce the overwhelm and make more money, head to pixello.com. All right. Well, again, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having us.
1: Thank you, Jane. This is awesome.
2: I'm not two people. I I mean, I know I'm a twin, but. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Thank
2: you for having me. All of your
1: personalities were here. It was great. How do you you
2: know me so well?
0: (laughs) Thank you so much.